0: Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games Daily, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone, and A.J. Skiftstad.
1: Hey guys, Jeremiah here. Welcome to another episode of Board Games Daily. Thanks for tuning in. Glad you could join us today. Here's a couple things that we're going to be talking about today, and who knows, maybe even more. We're going to be talking about the continuation of Topic Tuesday with uh, the discoveries of board games that we made in 2018. Which game came out of nowhere and rocked your socks right off? We want to know, so you can do that. I'll be dropping in with my segment about that. And uh, what else do we have? Uh, there was something else that we are going to talk about. I think there's a first impression take coming up, so stay tuned for that. And... Uh, Don't want to forget, we've got a contest going on. If you go to any social media platform, use the hashtag, That's How I Roll Podcast. We're hosting this on that show. You can uh, share your goals for 2019. Use that hashtag and you'll be entered to win a copy of Star Realms Frontiers as well as Hero Realms, courtesy of our friends at White Wizard Games. Let's see, what else do I need to remind you about? You can always be a a part of the show by uh, calling 216-352-3864. That's right, 216-352-3864. Use that number, call in, and be a part of the show. Get in on this conversation, and I'm going to stop talking now so we can get on with the show as It were. We'll see you as the show moves on. Thanks for tuning in to Board Games Daily.
0: You can be more than just a listener. If you're listening via the Anchor app, you can be a part of the discussion by using the voice message feature. Don't just sit on the sidelines, download the app and join the conversation today.
1: So we're talking this week about games we quote-unquote discovered. Now, this doesn't mean that, hey, we found this great game and we published it and brought it to the market. It means maybe there was a game that you weren't aware of and it just kind of dropped in your lap and it was great. And... You don't know why anybody else didn't know about this, or how come it wasn't more promoted. And I've got that game for you. This one actually made my top 10 list. Little selfless plug. Little, well, not selfless, shameless. I don't know what words are today. Shameless plug, I did a top 10 list on That's How I Roll. Go to That's How I Roll wherever you listen to podcasts. Go an episode or two back, and you'll see my top 10 list. But this game... uh it, it came out of nowhere, and it blew my socks off, and I couldn't believe that I hadn't heard about it, and there's really not much hype about it either. This game happens to be Hanamakoji from Deepwater Games. It's a two-player game, very... Uh, it's just great. It It's like area control wrapped in a geisha theme with action selection and it, what a fantastic game really if you don't know about this game for like i don't know it's like 15 bucks maybe 20 you can get a hold of this game it's a two player filler like 10 15 minutes but it is like the best 10 to 15 minutes you will spend playing a single game i promise you that in a long time this game is Fantastic. So check that out. Um, Deepwater Games published it in the States. It's originally published by Emperor S4 uh, over in Asia. And there's just no reason not to have this game. So there it is Hanamakoji, my. Hidden Gym of 2018. What is yours? Use the voice message feature if you're listening on anchor. That's cool. Or you can call in 216-352-3864. Or you can always just tweet at us at Board Games Daily. Let us know your best. Find of 2018 for this week's Topic Tuesday, which we're continuing this conversation on a Friday, (laughs) and uh, we'll get it on the show. All right, thanks for listening. Stay tuned. We've got more coming at you here on Board Games Daily. Hey there, folks.
2: Firestone here with Board Games Daily, powered by TheologyofGames.com. Earlier this week, AJ asked us a great question about uh, what are some of the games that kind of surprised you, came out of the blue, and were discoveries for you in 2018. And there are a lot of games that we know are coming out. Hey, there's a new Gloomhaven expansion coming out. Hey, there's uh, Tainted Grail and all these other things that are kind of big hype machines. But what kind of flew under the radar, even if it's just for you, which is in my case, because the first game I'm going to talk about is Brass, Brass Lancashire or excuse me, Brass Birmingham. <laughs> Both of them are great, but um, I had played the original Brass years ago, thought it was great, and then this expi- this uh, reprint came out, and they were doing another game with it. And I was like, eh, whatever. You know, I liked the original game quite a bit. I'm not sure I'll need to pay pick this up, and it was kind of expensive, um, I felt like. And so I just kind of, yeah, whatever. I'll play a copy if it comes around, but I'm not really going to worry about it. And then uh one of my friends who had who had backed the kickstarter and got it fulfilled and we played Birmingham and I went oh that's awesome <laughs> it's so good and after playing a couple times I think it's actually even better than the original game and the production was beautiful the clay the iron clay chips they use for money are just gorgeous I was so taken with this that I immediately went to the backer kit and got both games. The, even though it was it was off my radar, I shouldn't have spent that much money. But I was just taken with it. I just went, I got to own this game. It's going to be a classic. And I stand by it. And it made my top 10 list. If you want to find out where, you'll have to listen to our podcast when it goes up very soon. And we'll have a post on the website. But that's one. And the other one that really snuck up on me was Decrypto. I've talked about this before, but it's kind of a word... Puzzle game where you're trying to keep your opponents from figuring out your words and vice versa. And I, th- I think it's born out of this whole code names thing that that the secret words and trying to hide things from people. And I love that code names is super popular and I love that it's born all these other games. I was thinking, do we really need another one of these games? And so I I played it and it's fun, really fun. And we have played DeCrypto way more than we've played code names this year. It's code names have just kind of fallen off. Not because it's not a good game in any way or I'm even sick of it. It's just Decrypto is so good, so clever, smart. I love Decrypto. It is one of my favorite games of the year, one of my favorite party, word, social deduction, mashup kind of games that I own just love it. I'll play it any, any time. So those are the two that came to mind for me, Brass, Birmingham, and Decrypto. You should check them out if they weren't on your radar, because they weren't on my radar. And as soon as I played them, they were at the top of it. So have a great day. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you later. Let us know what your finds were, and we want to hear from you. Have a great day. Bye.
0: This one is fresh off the game table. It's time for more board game buzz as Board Games Daily gives you a first impression of the latest games to hit our tables.
1: Hey guys, just want to give you a quick first impression of the Dark Heroes expansion pack for Legends of Andor. Now, I also have the last hope base game, the third version, the third uh, installment of the Legends of Andor, but we actually played this expansion pack uh, with uh, the second one, which is, I think, the Frozen North or something. I'm, I'm blanking on that name, but anyway, I just kind of wanted to give you a rundown. We played with a couple different of the characters in that Dark Heroes expansion pack, and they are cool. I'll just tell you real quick about the one that I played, because it's... Um, it's the one that I played, and I can kind of give you the best experience on that. It was uh, Leander, who is a blind person. It definitely, <laughs> I felt like I was doing the bird box challenge with this game, but it's cool. There's some really cool things you can do with him or her if you're playing Leanne on the other side of the board which is, uh, you You have five dice that come with this character. You can roll those and they go on the side of your board and those are your known battle totals when you're battling. Like, you just know what you're going to do. It's like this foresight thing. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. Um, I'd say it's definitely important to build up his strength because you there's no way to kind of like reroll or things like that you really got to make sure you build up his strength so you can really contribute can contribute to the battles uh, also get his willpower up because it allows you to take two of those five dice off um, which will allow you to reroll more often if you're up in that third tier of the willpower if you play Andor, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, go learn how to play Andor. Sorry. Um this is a this is this is a quick rundown. Um but the other thing that's cool is if he has a one that comes up and it's the top die on on that track, you can use that one at any time Or, or, I'm sorry, once you, one time you can use that to flip over any tile that's on the board. So you can look at anything that's hidden. Uh, by using that now the downside of that is again that's your next battle die so you're not going to go into battle alone but uh, you can definitely get a little information by having those ones on your board when you roll it all in all I think it's really cool there's a character that turns into a bear Uh, if he gets hurt or you know like his willpower goes down he can turn into a bear, but that means he can also run into the woods. The Dark Heroes are all sort of flawed. They all have something that makes them different or unique um, that's kind of maybe a little darker, hence Dark Heroes. Very cool expansion pack. Check it out if you're into Andor, which is a great, really fun co-op game. Uh, so that's from Cosmos Games. And uh, I'll be doing a full review of that as well as The Last Hope uh, base game very, very soon. You can check that out on theologyofgames.com. I'll be printing that one soon. So stay tuned for that. And I'm going to get out of here. Stay tuned for more on Board Games Daily.
2: Hey there, it's Firestone with Board Games Daily, powered by Theologyofgames.com. Last night was game night, so I have a first impression for you. And it's actually a first and a second impression because we played this game twice in a row. That almost never happens, especially with big meaty games. My group flies through games, there's always new ones floating in, and we just it seems like we never stop and take the time to play a game twice. So we were halfway through our first game and we said, I kind of want to play this again right afterward. And we all agreed and we did it. So what is the game? It's Newton by Simon Games. Now, here's the thing about Newton. If you look at the cover of this, I, it was completely off my radar because the cover is massively boring. I'm just going to say that. It is a gr- big green apple with a cartoon drawn face of Isaac Newton on it. It is so boring. It is not evocative. I don't know why anyone would pick this up. And so I had seen it and I just went, oh, why would I care about that? And then I found out who the designers were. Well, one of them is a guy named Nestor Manconi, I think. Um, He hasn't really designed anything of note, but the other one is Simon Luciani, who has designed Zolkin and Voyages of Marco Polo and Grand Austria Hotel, which I haven't played that one, but I've heard great things. So I was like, okay, I'll give this a shot. And you set it up, and it is overwhelming. It's one of those games, and I'm hit or miss on these because games that are so overwhelming with a thousand things to do, sometimes I fall in love with them, and sometimes I'm like, I feel like I should love that more than I do. Great Western Trail is one that I think, oh, everyone around me loves that game. What am I missing? I don't love it as much as they do. But this one, I loved. (laughs) There are... There's tons of variability. Basically, you are a scientist trying to uh I don't know, impress other scientists, become a great scientist, one of the masters by inventing things, traveling to different universities, working on projects, sending off your assistants to go and discover things. All abstracted. The theme is honestly kind of pasted on. It could it could have been anything. It could have been in set in space or in a fantasy realm. But um, The thing that you first notice about this game is there is so much variability. There are six different bonus tiles over two boards that are changed every single game. And I don't just mean like there are six individual tiles. There are six different types and multiples within each of them. So there are these little round disks, and there's probably 20 of them spread across the boards, and they're all variable, and where they are, and some of them aren't in the game. And there are square ones, and there are bonuses, and there are where the universities are located, it's crazy how much variability in the, is in this game. Every game will be different because different things will be important, different tracks, different end game scoring. It's crazy. So what the game is, it's really kind of a mashup of deck building and hand management. So you every round, there are 6 rounds in the game and on every round you play 5 cards. That's it. So there are 30 actions. Now of course there are actions that will give you other actions, but basically you have 30 actions. So each round You play a card and do what's on it. And it might be traveling around to different universities. It might be sending your your assistants up to discover some things. It might be working, which gets you money and gets you closer to some things. And you play down these five cards. You go around. Everyone plays a card. Then everyone plays a card. And you do it five times. And then at the end of the round, you gather up all of your cards except for one. One of them you tuck up underneath your board And they have little symbols on them for each of the kind of actions you can do. And now, when you play that action in the future, you're slightly better at it because of the one you tucked underneath, that symbol is showing, and now you can do that thing slightly better. But there's a lot of hand management involved in that because you're trying to figure out, okay, which card am I going to tuck at the end of this turn? And if I tuck that, I won't actually be able to play it down, and so then I won't be able to trigger it. But you you can gain other cards, and they have bonuses on them. Like, there are so many things going on in this game. It's kind of overwhelming. It is definitely a meaty, meaty Euro. But if you like that, holy cow, this game is awesome. And then there's also some some card drafting in it, because there are these master scientists' cards. And uh, again, you draft, uh, I th- I think there are 20... Anyway... There are are a number of them that aren't used every game, so you won't always see the same ones. And you draft them. So you look at one and you go, I'm going to keep this one and maybe someone will come by that that will help me out. And these are just like massive game breaker cards. You have to do a lot of stuff to get to them, but then once you do, you're like, hey, I got to this spot and now I'm going to play this down and I'm going to do an insane thing. And everyone has the opportunity to do these insane things throughout the game. It is so fun. I'm telling you, this was not on my radar. The cover is boring, but Simon knocked it out of the park with this. Newton is super fun. If I had played it last year, it would have been definitely on my top 10 list. And I can't wait to play it. It's already on my, hey, I want to trade for this list. I love Newton. Such a fun game. Check it out. Get past the cover because it will, you'll be rewarded. Hey, have a great weekend. I hope you play some fun games, and thanks for listening. We appreciate every one of you. Bye.
3: Hey there, everybody. This is AJ Skifstad, and you are listening to Board Games Daily. I'm coming at you today with a little bit of a Kickstarter update, not necessarily about a board game, but about a board game accessory. And this is one of those accessories that if you like to keep your games nice, neat, and in mint, pristine condition, you might just need. Last month, Mayday Games released a new line of card sleeves called Sleeve Kings. These things look awesome because in one of the promo videos, one of the guys over at Mayday Games actually did a durability test on these. He stuck two fingers from each hand on both sides of these card sleeves and tried to rip them apart. Couldn't do it. I'm sure there's somebody who can, but the idea was these sleeves are tough. Not only are they tough, but they're super sleek looking. They got that that good feel to them that you get with a lot of those higher end card sleeves with those crisp corners that you can actually shuffle with. So I'm really excited because the orders are getting to the backers this week. Not only is that important because if you weren't able to get in on the original Kickstarter, no big deal. They're starting to take orders at Mayday Games right now because they've got enough shipment in stock that they can place more, or that you can place an order from their on their website for the sleeves you want. They've got packages for games of, uh, for games like Gloomhaven. Uh, Terraforming Mars, you name it. They've got all sorts of different sizes, all sorts of bundles you can get. So if you haven't sleeved that game that you love yet, just try these out. I think they might be perfect for you because they're, like I said, super strong, super durable, super cool to look at and, and and shuffle. And I don't know. I don't know why they would be cool to look at. That was a dumb statement, but you get the idea. These sleeves are good. So check out Sleeve Kings over at Mayday Games. I'm getting mine soon. You should get yours too. That's it for now. Check you later.
1: Well, what do you know that's going to do it for today? Thanks for tuning in to Board Games Daily. We want to remind you, check us out on social media, at Board Games Daily on Twitter, or on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can look for Theology of Games. That is the driving force behind this show. Or just head over to TheologyofGames.com. You can find out all the cool things that are happening there, including that contest for Star Realms and Hero Realms. And you can also find out information about our Patreon page and the very, very cool promo items from all sorts of publishers, including Cosmos, uh, who sent us that copy of The Legends of Andor Dark Heroes, uh, and a lot of other really, really great folks in the gaming industry. So get in on that by going over to TheologyofGames.com. It's all there waiting for you to discover right now. Of course, I must remind you, to uh, head over to wherever you're listening, whether it's iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play or Spotify or Anchor. Give us a subscription. Rate us five stars. Tap out a little review. All of those things are so, so helpful. And of course, the last thing I'll say is sharing is caring. If you enjoy the show and you care about us or you care about your friends who might also enjoy the show go ahead and share it with them. It really, really helps us. That's the best way we can promote the show is by you sharing it with your friends, word of mouth, telling folks to give it a a listen. That is the best thing that can happen to us as podcasters. So thanks for that. Thanks for listening. For my co-hosts, AJ Skifstad and Scott Firestone, I'm Jeremiah Isley saying until tomorrow, whoa, wait, whoa, whoa, until next week, Have a great weekend and go play a game.
0: Thanks for joining us today. Board Games Daily is powered by Theologyofgames.com. Don't forget to head over to Theologyofgames.com to check out all we have to offer, including written reviews, our YouTube channel, and two other podcasts. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening, and go put a game on the table.